Hey everyone, thank you for joining me on Everything in Me. Um, today's episode is going to be different. We're going to talk to my cousin, Bev. Um, thank you so much for listening. She's going to be talking to me about insecurities. Well, we're both going to be talking about it because it is alive and well and real and uncomfortable. And um, I'm just excited because I feel like it's, it's definitely something that you have to be aware of and hopefully working through as you're trying to figure out like what's next, like how do you deal with them? How do you not allow them to take over you? And like, you know, insecurities aren't always just like bad things about you. It could be things that you're unaware of. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be things that you um, allowed it to just define you and like stop you from stuff. It's more of just like, how do you manage them or understand them or learn more from them or grow from them. So that way, those aren't the things that limit you from being able to get where you want to get to or do the things that you want to do because everybody has them. Everybody deals with them differently. Everybody um, can be like frustrated by them or uncomfortable by them or allow them to limit them. But it's really mostly about just putting them on a table and using that as a connector, using that as a way to, you know, um, be seen. Because I know for me personally, I definitely have used this platform to talk about my insecurities and be honest about my insecurities. And if you guys listen to my first episode, boy, I'm like, please be nice to me because this is the first time I've ever done this and I don't want to do this, but I think I should do this. But I think for me, like my insecurities really have, I don't know, they've, I found some new ones that I didn't know I had. And I've been like trying to, I don't know, like I've been trying not to like make me emotional, like stop me from doing stuff because I realize it's like dealing with like my mom or my dad or just how I was treated growing up that I'm like you got to be better about that. Like you can't be such a, I feel like sometimes like a needy person, even though I'm very independent. Like I'm always like, there's pieces where I just need like comfort. Like I need you to, I need to know that like, I'm going to be okay. Like we're going to be okay. Or, you know, you still care about me, you know, like for instance, recently I feel like I've been looking at people like I'm pouring so much into our friendship, our relationship, whatever. But then the moment I'm quiet, I don't hear from you. Right. There's no effort. There's like, where you been, right. you know, like I'm thinking, okay, I don't want to be the only one who's keeping things alive. Right. You know, like, I don't want to be the only one who's like making the effort to check on you. Like I know me and you, we, we know, like there's a time limit right. of like, okay, girl, I haven't talked to you in a day or two. Right. Like what's up, what's right. going on? What are you dealing with? You know? And I know I don't have to, and it's like a yin and yang versus like, you feel like you're feeding a relationship. If you don't put in the effort or you don't call, you don't hear from them. Like, and when you do talk to them, it's like, Hey, what's up? Nothing's going on. But I just think it's not fair because it takes a lot of time and energy to put into people and to maintain relationships. And I don't want to seem like, I don't want to say needy, but I want to seem like if I don't talk to you, I'm not going to be okay. Even though that's not necessarily a bad thing, but at the same time, I just feel like it's not fair when, you know, you're trying to do your best at just maintaining relationships and, being a good person to somebody and you take pride in that. Like I know we do of like, I know it's important to me to be a good person to other people. Like it makes me feel 
like a good person. It makes me feel like you're doing the right thing. But sometimes I need people to be like that towards me. Right. You know? The same energy you've given them, they should be giving Right. Exactly. Just like in a relationship. I right. Tell, like the guys I speak to, I tell them, it's 90% action, 10% talking. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because you can tell me anything. Yeah. What are your actions? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Especially when, for us, I think we're very like, um, like service. Like we love to help and be there for people, but you know, I just struggle. Cause I'm like, maybe it's because you know how they, what do you call it? Like when you're trying to please, like be a pleaser and I don't try to be a pleaser. Like I don't try to make you happy. Like, so I can be happy, but it's more of like, maybe it's a part of that, but I just feel like growing up, I didn't have, because of, because there's such a big age gap between my sister and my me, my mom was obviously older when she had me. There was a lot of like, yeah, she's there, right. but not like an emphasis on developing and like making sure I was okay and like doing the things necessary for a kid. Cause you had already reached your plateau of like, I don't have kids. You came when I didn't expect you to. And me and my younger brother are the product of that. But it's more of like, I really wish that, you know, there was more quality time because we did the um, assessment and mine is quality time. That's my first one. And what's mine? Words of affirmation, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Why do you think it's words of affirmation? Because I told you recently, I just feel like, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know. I want to say because of me, me manifesting, me being mm-hmm. closer to God. Right. I right, just feel like, right. I don't know what it is. Like, I, it's so crazy because in my in my apartment, I have, like, words I put up on my yeah. wall every day yeah. to remind me, like, Yo, right. you're good. Yeah. You're excellent. Don't care what anybody says about yeah. you. You're amazing. That cover and you. I feel like that yeah. lifts me up every day. I yeah. mean, I hear from somebody else, but I damn sure hear from right. myself because I right. see because I put it on, you know what I'm right. saying, I put it on the wall. Right. But even that's an initiative because right. that right there of just knowing that they speak to you. Like, I have these cards that I... um that I can switch out that have different things that tell you different things. And I never understood like words of affirmation, how it's, but it's more about the belief. It is. That's really what it is. Cause you can hear like what they say when like you're going through something like this too shall pass or let go and let God. And it's like, if you don't want to believe in that, or if that's not good enough for you, you're going to roll your eyes at it. But if you really believe like this is the word that's carrying me through, it's a different ball game. Like it really, put you in a whole different like opportunity in life because you actually see those things and you're like, yes, that's, that's what I need. That, that means something. I got to remind me, like I got to live by that. Like I, well, for me, I actually have every morning at 9am, I have, um, a notification that goes off my phone and it says, um, thank God for another day and allow things, um, hope for the best outcome Mm -hmm. because like, you know, I like, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Yeah. I like things to go my way. And not only that, but I like them to go like an amazing, like to be like the best of the best. Cause you know, if it's not the best of the best, then why are we doing it? I don't like to half-ass anything. Um, but I had to like, the best outcome could be something that I don't agree with, but it was literally what was supposed to happen. Like, that's okay. To let it go. Right. It's like, that's okay. That's what it was supposed to happen. But for you. You don't let it happen. You feel like you have to be in control. <laughs> yes, of literally. That's and that's a doubtful. Yeah, I, and trust me, I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And another thing that I noticed recently, when people have conversations, what they do is a lot of times people don't comprehend. Mm. 
You're not so you understanding. Can have, you can have a conversation, mm-hmm. but are you comprehending what I'm saying? Right. You can just say yes. Right. But you're not comprehending. So what's the point right. of me even having a conversation with you? Right. Right. And then I tell people that, and they're like, "Oh, you're like I feel like you're offended." But no, because you're not understanding what I'm they, saying. Yeah. So what's yeah. the point of me talking? <laughs> right. So right. guess what? Deuces, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't have time. Yeah. Yeah. It's I just don't... you know, in life, you just have to realize that some people are gonna be there for you. Yeah. Some people are not, and you yeah. have to you have to figure out who's there for you, who's not. Yeah. And I have learned, and I'm learning. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> Because you know, I try to see the good out of everyone. Yeah, and that's true. That can also be a downfall. Yeah, that's you, listen. We both know. Listen, ma'am, do you want to go to a, through a trigger with me? Okay. <laughs> do you want to go through a trauma with me? I don't know. You know, like for instance, like you say, communicating, understanding. I love communication. I think I've learned to love communication. I didn't always love communication because I don't feel like growing up, I had the opportunity to be communicated with as often as I would have liked to, to explain why certain things are the way that they are. Or it was very much like, that's what it is. That's what I said. That's tough luck. Um, But now that I've gotten older, the two things that matter to me, like in a relationship is growth and communication. And that goes for both both partnership and friendship right. or whatever, right. because I feel like I'm doing those right. things. I'm evolving every single day. I'm a work in progress. You know me, I put my shit on the line. I'll be the first to say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If I hurt your feelings, if I went left, if I did something or said something I wasn't supposed to say, um, I'll definitely do that. It doesn't bother me. It's more of like, it's frustrating when you're dealing with other people who don't want to be open. They don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to call themselves out. They don't want to go through the uncomfortable phase of our energies are going to be shifted because you're upset or I miss said I said something I misspoke. Like they don't want to be a part of that. It's like take accountability. That's yeah. what it is. I feel like yeah. nowadays people do not take accountability. Yeah, yeah. And if they offended you, that may have not been their intention, but what they received is something different. Like, and that's okay. You know, I mean, for me, what I try and do is like, um, like ask like, how did that make you? What I said, how did that make you feel? Or what did you understand from you what like, I said? You, you like low-key like a therapist. I just want to just let you know that. So you be <laughs> having a conversation. You be like, so tell me how does that feel? And why do you feel this way? Give me some examples. I mean, I mean I'm like, is she my therapist on the low? Like, tell me how does this That's that life coach you kick it in, girl. Oh, okay. Well, give me three things. Uh, okay, mom. Anything else you want to know? But you honestly, know, but it's helpful, though. It's, yeah. it's very helpful. And I'm not gonna lie, yo. Me talking to you every day, like I'm getting closer and closer to to getting in contact with a therapist. I'm not mm. gonna lie. At first, I was very nervous. Yeah. So somebody new. Yeah. I'm sitting here spilling my life to you, right? And I don't even know what, right. if you. You know what I'm saying what you're gonna think of me. Yeah. Who you, who you gonna tell? But I, yeah. you know what? That's me being vulnerable. Yeah. I have to, and I have to take yeah. accountability. I'm fucked up. Yeah. And I'm gonna put my life to this person. Right. And hopefully they they you know they bring me to the right directions. And if right. Not. I'm gonna have to find somebody else. But I'm just That's taking true. that next step. That's true. Yeah, because I mean, you're really breaking yourself down because, you know, people go to therapy and don't be honest. Like they get there and, oh, everything's fine. I'm great. And then that's like going to the doctor and telling like your foot is hurting, but like it doesn't hurt. No, it feels great. You're going to get the wrong diagnosis and you're still going to be hurting, you know? And I think now, especially with COVID and just everything shifting, like everybody, the reality of mental health is, is kind of bubbling. Like Olympians, people are risking their jobs, their lives. To really say, listen, I got shit going on and it hurts and I can't deal with it. For me, I think when I, 
I was always interested in going to therapy. I was hesitant about it because I'm like, who is this person? And my biggest thing is energy. If my energy don't work with you, I'm not going to open up to you. I don't know if you noticed when somebody doesn't do me, I immediately shut yeah. down. Like I'm going to protect myself and no matter what I will, I will, I will be cordial with you. I will interact with you, but there's, there's like, bound, yeah. Like how far I'm going to care about your life. Like it's just, that's something that I know about myself, but like what worked for me is finding a person that I felt like I didn't feel like it was therapy. I felt like it was this, right. you know, like it was just a conversation mm-hmm. and they were very like, um, I don't know, like just very cautious and they didn't expect me to be coming out my face and telling me, every, telling them everything and whatever I, they needed to hear. It was more just like, tell them about your life, right. you know? And I felt more comfortable versus like feeling like they're going to diagnose me with right. being crazy. Cause there was a time where I literally felt crazy. Like I'm crazy. I started to own it. Like, yeah, I'm crazy. I know I'm crazy. Because you know what it is? It's, it's that stigma. Like you go to therapy, you sick. Something's yeah. wrong with you. Yeah. Oh, we can't talk to you because you're going to see a therapist. Right. But in, in all actuality, they're helping you. And the people that yeah. really tell you that, they need help. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. It's true. But if you do, but you go to the doctor when you're sick. But- you go to, 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 you know, HR and you go to school to get ed- more educated. Right. When you don't have something, you need to gain it. Right. That's really what it is. It's not like I'm saying I'm self-medicating or I'm out here sleeping with people because I don't I have a hole in my heart. Like all of those things are more celebrated or I'm going to get, um, you know, butt implants or boobs done because I feel like I look like shit. That's okay. Right. But for me to say, listen, let me get my brain in check. Let me make sure upstairs is like operating how it's supposed to. First. That's a problem. That bothers you. That makes you, and I think also too in our in our culture, not talking about things. Don't go there. Excuse Don't bring it up. Excuse me. Whatever happened, <laughs> whatever happened there stays there. Yeah. Don't you even think about bringing it right, up. Right. Right. You bring it up. Oh, it's war. Yeah. It's how true. We, how are we supposed to yeah. function? You know, yeah. so how are we supposed to know about our background? Right. Say anything mm-hmm. when everybody's so close minded. Yeah. I want to talk about nothing. No. Mm-mm. But I think for me and you, we talked about like generations of just them being very survival mode, very like, I don't know how to handle those uncomfortable conversations. So we're not even going to go there. Let's just keep it moving. Let's just act like it didn't happen. I'll figure it out. And then you just deal with it. But we're more like, no, let's put the shit on the table. Let's, let's deal with it. Because there are things in me, like I'm, like I was saying, like the way I handle certain things is a direct reflection of like, sometimes my mom. And I see it and I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be angry or I don't want to be. But a lot of times people don't recognize like anger, frustration, anxiety, you know, is a sense of hurt, a sense of like uncomfortability that you don't want to deal with. So you project it in a way that seems like chaos and seems like just unable to articulate what's going on and have that ease. And more recently, I've been very, very proud of myself because I told you how I've been dealing with storms, but from a very like calm place, even though I see the thunder, I see the lightning, the waves are kicking in. I still feel centered. I still feel like I'm going to be okay. Like I'm prepared for this. And I, I fight, I want that more often, but there's still a lot of pieces of me of just like uncomfortable, anxious, just, just, anger and like confusion and it's I don't have the words I'm not I like to communicate but I don't always have the words I don't always have the brain capacity to deal with these things and you know staying away from people like my mom or that side of the family is imperative of me like the self-work that I've done because you go around them people or you deal with people who like you work so hard to be a good person 
and it just snatched that right, right out of you. You, you walked it, snatched right out. <laughs> yeah, it's just like me. I'm gonna give you a perfect example. Like they call me the runaway girlfriend. I just feel like I could be in a relationship, things would be yeah. going good. You say something, you have dirt underneath your fingernails, you have food in your mouth, <laughs> food in your teeth. You're not gonna yeah. get rough smell. I'm out of here. Yeah, I can't go in life. I can't go. I can't. I, but honestly, I can't. You know, go in life being that way. Yeah, everyone has flaws. I yeah. have flaws. I'm not yeah. perfect. Right. But the reason I'm that way is because I ain't gonna lie, my father. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's a work in progress. Girl. Man, oh man, I tell you. It's a work in progress. But I have seen progress. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I have. Yeah. But see, there's things like this, like even just conversations about like the real the real realities that we live with. Like from my perspective, my father, I still struggle with commitment because in my mind, certain things have to be in play. Like the idea of like love at first sight, never had that. Don't know what that is the the relationship examples that I had access to weren't about love. It was about convenience, comfortability. That's what it is. Yeah. It was about, Hey, we're already here. I don't want to be in situations or a long-term situation where I feel like this person is taking me for granted, mm. is not appreciating me, mm. doesn't under, doesn't know me, doesn't understand me. That's my biggest thing mm. recently is just like, I want to be seen. Like, I want you to know me. I want you to be able to understand me and be able to to deal with me in a way that I don't feel like I'm the problem. Right. You know, like, okay, you know, I'm all for like, listen, I want to fight for this. So leaving isn't on the table. Right. There was something I saw the other day and I never thought of this perspective of like, there's a problem, but usually it's like the problem is what splits us. Like that's the problem that we have. We have a problem and now we're on either ends of that problem versus like you and I have a problem. So we both have some, it's external. That's outside of us. You and I are good. The problem is the issue. Mm -hmm. And it's not about, it's not, we both have to problem solve together to figure out how can we get through this? Like people don't talk about their relationships. They don't talk about their friendship. They talk negatively. So then you know, oh, don't go with a thief. Don't go with a liar. Don't go with somebody who's trying to take your man. Don't do, we know those things. And when we see them, we think, oh, one and done. You show me the signs. I'm good. So we be we, we we don't have the same grace and like patience with people that I think they deserve because we want that to be given to us. So I had to learn like how to be patient with people, how to let people have flaws, how the work in progress, what that means, especially in this relationship that I'm in now. But at the same time, I feel like there's still a lot of unknowns. People don't talk about the nitty gritty. They don't talk about how they got to the other side right. because they don't talk about crying you know, next to their partner feeling like they don't even notice them. They don't talk about those things. They're like, we good. We're all right. We're going on vacation next week. Everything's okay. Russia, I need to rush. Yeah, like, I exactly. People, like, I know people, when they get in arguments, they feel like they have to go on a vacation. They're fine. But you have to mm-hmm. realize when you come back, you still have the issue that yeah, you didn't solve. Exactly. So what did you really prove? Exactly. I'm, I'm just understanding. Yeah. How am I going to learn, you know, that there's a difference between red flags and storms? Or this is just a moment in time. There's, there's always going to be a little bit of upset and then you can still bounce back. This is always a definitive thing. Like I fight or flight. I'm definitely a flight person. And it, and that creates a toxic cycle in relationships because you don't know what it is to, to weather the storm and figure it out together, you know, but again, that has to do a lot with the partner too, because they have to be willing to be comfortable with the fact that you're still trying to figure it out or you're trying to learn with them. But sometimes it's hard because when you come from like, for me, my dad, like, you know, him cheating, him lying, him 
not being there like as a father figure in general, it, it tore me apart. It tore me apart later on. I was very bitter, very angry towards men. I used to use men like, I don't care. I don't care about you. I don't have, you guys don't carry value in my life. That's really what it was. It's like, it's still, the shit gonna keep going. Mm-hmm. It don't matter, you know? And then there was like a shift where I was like, I really want love. Like, I really want to be loved, be in love, and just know that I'm seen by a man that I enjoy and that enjoys me. And it's something that cannot be filled for me personally by just friendships or situationships, like that sense of like um, togetherness, that like that yin and yang, that's what I, what I want and wanted. And, and I had to like figure, okay, uh, you're not going to be perfect. I'm a perfection, but it took, it took me people like you or my sister or whatever to tell me like your perfections, you're really hard on yourself and you're really hard on others. So I don't know. Everybody doesn't work in that environment. I know this relationship I'm in now, that was a key thing. I don't think like you. Cause a lot of times like, why, why ain't get together yet? Like get, get together. But it's like, I don't think like you, I don't put those things together like you do. So it's me learning how somebody else learns and figuring out, okay, how can I tap into helping them? Because it's vice versa. I want those things back. So there's a lot like to just unpack and just understand behind that, that I don't know. I always think that God gives us life lessons in everything that we deal with. And we can pass those things by, by not paying attention, like simply just not being present. Just like, just like me. Like for me, I feel it's the opposite. I've always wanted, you know what I'm saying? I always wanted to be in a relationship where, you know, I want to be loved and Mm -hmm. I wasn't paying attention to the red flags. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I give my all. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm grateful you gave me your all. Mm -hmm. Physically, but mm-hmm. what were you doing? You weren't doing anything else. Right. And I felt like I've always been the breadwinner yeah. in my relationships. Yeah. Who wants that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In a relationship, it's supposed to be 50 50. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was the one giving the 100%. Yeah. So now I have realized that if you're not giving me what I want, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. But before I wasn't doing it, yeah. I was accepting it. Because right. you know I want to be loved. I want right. the attention that my father didn't give to me. Right. So I was going, you know, I'm speaking to different guys. Yeah. It was making me feel away. Like, but my mind, I wasn't having sex with them or anything. Right. But just being in their presence made me feel like, damn, you know, I'm loved. Right. You can't go in life being like that. And yeah. I want to have kids. I damn sure don't want my daughter to feel like the way, you know what I'm saying, what I went through. Girl. But now I have seen it. With the red flags, I'm out. Like, yeah. Boo! They yeah. tell you, I'm going. I'll switch my number. I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah. you can give me the, I, I'm out of here. Yeah. And you just have to pay attention to the red flags in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Me, what I was doing, I was paying attention to the red flags in the end. Yeah. I wasted so much time. I wasted yeah. your time. You wasted my time. Yeah. I could have been doing something else, productive. Yeah. yeah. But now I have realized, like, Beverly, you're smart. You're going through a lot. I, I, I put this on the table because I want you to learn from this, you know, all right. the experiences. Right. And I have been doing it. Yeah. I just yeah. Don't, I don't have time for yeah. nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think when you have a shift of, like, Re- like reevaluating the things that matter to you and the things that show up for you. Um, it just allows you to put more boundaries in place, right. you know, and to, to really rethink, is it worth spending my time or my energy? Mm-hmm. <sighs> and another energy? thing is a lady told me, she said to me, remember in, 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 in a relationship, the guy that you are with, he has been with several partners and no, and no partners have been with several, several people. 
Remember, it's energies, just different energies that are being passed down. You have to be careful who you interact with sexually, mm-hmm. have a conversation with, because mm-hmm. your energy does travel. Yeah. So just be careful. And yeah. I, I, I'm taking heed to that. Yeah. You have to be careful. Yeah. People see you doing good, they're going to attack you like, yeah, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I got to get They're going to be attracted. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what? That. She's doing good. Oh, we oh good. You know what I'm saying? She's, do- she's doing bad right now. I'm going to keep her down. Yeah. Who wants that type of energy around you? Yeah. And some people don't even notice it. They don't. Even, they really don't pick it up, and they don't understand until you feel like you know what. I'm just gonna be bitter because people don't use and abuse me, so I don't even care. Right. Because now I'm just gonna be the stink of the town because I've been through hell and back, and I'm gonna keep that on my back, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna allow everybody to know that. Listen, I was a good person at one time. Mm-hmm. I used to be amazing. I. But now people don't warn me out because right. that's what all people do. They take from you, take from you, take devil. from you. That's the devil. Yeah, it's true. That's the devil coming out. But that's also, the, that's why I say so big for your responsibility of knowing who you are, your what voice. you're, yeah, what you're capable of managing. And when you tapped out, like when I tap out, I don't necessarily shut down, but I know I need to start implementing things that fuel my cut back up. Because if I don't, I've been dry, girl. Mm-hmm. I've been a Sahara desert dry of just, I don't have nothing in my cup. I have nothing to give. I have nothing to think about, nothing to offer. And I don't like that person. I don't like that person. And that's when people come, they go into the depression phase. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh and God. a lot of things, and I can speak from depression because, yeah. you know, my cousin just passed up. She killed herself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Last month. Yeah. So I, I know how big it is. And, and I tell all my cousins, I said, listen, cousins and friends and what family, Whatever you're going through, please yeah. reach out to me. I don't give a damn what I'm doing, working or not. Yeah. Reach out to me to let me know what's going on. You you should not feel like you have to go through this alone. Right. For what? I'm right. here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, mm-hmm. if you need me to fly down, I'm a fly down. I'll drop whatever it is. But I'm yeah. going to be content to you because I know you're going through something. Right. People, yeah. just, people just don't get it. I, I mean, I don't know. No, I think with depression, that's a big one because sometimes depression can feel like you're the burden. Right. You're the issue. Right. You're the only one who's life is going on and you're not there. You're not, you're just not there, you know? But I think the reality is with depression, especially with people who like have cycles and deal with it, there's different, different levels. There are different levels. It could be something where it's extreme and you need consistent care. It could be a moment in time, a a annual thing, depending on if somebody passed on a certain day or whatever, there's so many like, like just different different levels of depression. I know for me, depression, I feel like has come up more recently um, where it's noticeable. I didn't know I had it like in middle school. I didn't know I had it in high school. I didn't know that there were triggers that I was dealing with back then that introduced me to it because you, they say depression, but it's like, am I, do I have depression? Am I depressed? Do I, do I go on Google and checklist everything? Does that, is that it? Like, you know, right. and then you have a good day and you're like, oh, I'm not depressed. Cause right. that was just yesterday, you know? And then, you know, you look back like now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. It's that funk that you can't get out of that, that cloud that won't stop following you that no matter what you do. Yeah. It's for a moment. Like it's a moment's relief, but majority of the time you're still smack dead in the same place. And there's nothing you can really do to get out of it. And it's so frustrating because sometimes you're not heard or you don't feel like people understand or whatever effort you do try to do things differently. It doesn't really make a difference. Like you're trying to get down. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Or nobody believes right. you. Right. Like nobody believes you could be depressed because you get up every day. You're so strong. Just like me. They tell me all the time. Girl. Oh, I'm so proud of you. You, you know what I'm saying? I can't even believe you're sat. 
Why? I said, mm-hmm. we bleed, mm-hmm. we piss, mm-hmm. we, we eat the same way. Mm-hmm. So how would you feel like, because you feel like I'm so strong, I go through it too. Mm-hmm. I might not say I go through it because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I feel like I got to go through this alone at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be fine afterward. Mm-hmm. But that's not an outlet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a, It's not an outlet. Yeah. Outlets are the biggest thing for me. It's like I said, as soon as I feel like I'm shutting down or energy is being withdrawn from me that I can't put in myself... I need to start with my outlets. I need, whether it be doing things that fill me up, make me happy, make right. me laugh like a fucking kid, right. you know, going out, doing something, engaging in a, in a fun activity. Right. I need to have an outlet. If I don't have outlets, I realize, especially last year, if I don't have outlets, I start to just, everything starts to weigh on me. And right. it's just like a junk drawer. Right. Like everything just, everything I'm pissed about goes in that drawer. Right. Everything I'm sad about goes in that drawer. Grief, whatever, it's just going to go in that drawer. And then it's going to bust through. There's there's no room. There's nothing Cause, else. Because you know what? Somebody, somebody, somebody can say something to you very small. And you just. You yes. Just, set off. Mm-hmm. What? And they, they're looking at you like, I just said hi. Mm-hmm. You go for yeah. the rampage. You yeah. can't do that. Yeah. You cannot do yeah. it. I get it. Like for me, when I go through stuff, mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. I shop. Mm-hmm. I get wigs. I get mm-hmm. makeup. Because I feel. I, that's something I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I find different outlets. Oh, I'll go for a drive, listen mm-hmm. to music, mm-hmm. play my head. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I smoke. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go smoke. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just different outlets for me just to right. get over what I'm going through. Right. Right. It's yeah. It, as long as long as your outlet is not self destructive, right. then I'm all for it. Because right. at the end of the day, everybody has to have a way that they can channel that negative energy and put it in a place that's it, it's better off or productive or healthier or they become happier, happier or they feel like you know their weight is lifted off because too many times people keep it within and they don't feel like what they're going through matters and that's why it's so important to just talk about it in general and like being vulnerable but i learned things like this about trust and stuff it's like it's little things it's just like hey i have an appointment coming up next week and i'm nervous about it next week comes and on that wednesday you're like hey i know you have an appointment today good luck that little moment right. of that little trust right. i gave you that right. information you remember yeah exactly you did you you made me feel good about it you weren't like hesitant with me you cared enough to acknowledge it right. those little things is what helps people feel like okay I, I'm there is, yeah, exactly. I'm seen. I'm, you know, I'm grateful for you. I'm rooting for you. Right. You know, I'm not being malicious. I'm not taking from you. Yeah. I still want to, you know, encourage you. Like trust in all those makes such a huge difference, especially with depression and just feeling like not like yourself. Is that you know that if you give this person this information or you talk about it with this person, you're not going to feel like they're going to use it against right. you. Right. That's another thing too. That is oh another gosh. thing. Like, yeah. You're being attacked when you already feel like what's the point? Uh, and this is why people go ghost and they don't want yeah, to be around certain yeah, things. I, I get it. Like I'm telling mm-hmm. you something. Yeah. I'm confiding in you yeah. for a reason. Yeah. And you gonna throw it back in my face? You gonna so guess yeah. what? Hold it against me? Oh, are you dumb? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you're forcing me to eat it. What I just spit out because I couldn't handle it anymore. And this makes me. And this also mm-hmm. makes it hard for me to even try to you know tell somebody else something else because I yeah. feel like damn if I tell him or if I tell her they're gonna throw it back in my face right so let me just keep it to myself right that's another reason why people you know what I'm saying decide to do what they do yeah yeah that's true but I think that's the thing that's the hardest part is like dealing with somebody who's been depressed and I know I have I've definitely and that's something that okay so a couple years ago I had somebody who was really really depressed come close to me and this is the worst I think I've ever seen somebody depressed where they were just not functioning at all like they weren't able to get out of bed weren't able to cook food for themselves like completely like and I took it as such a nuisance like I was so annoyed by it because in my mind get your shit together 
get up because that's what they say to us. As soon as you deal with something that... Let's go. You'll be all right. You're strong. You got tough. it. You're I okay. Swear, I swear we come from lions. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's like a lions in a, in, in, a, in a jungle. I swear to you. It's like we got this tough love. Mm-hmm. When are we gonna soften up? Yeah. Like, what, like, when are we, we gonna honestly, be honest? Right. right. I just wanna understand. With our feelings. And say, it's okay to cry. It's okay to say, I don't got this. I, I need help. I can't deal with this anymore. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I've reached my limit. I'm good. I, 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 don't have, I can't think. No. Mm-hmm. What we get... Catch you on the back. You got right. this. You know what I'm saying? You can handle anything. Right. You know what? You got our jeans. Right. Sweetheart. Yeah. This is not back in the day. Yeah. This, is, this is new. This is a new yeah. era. We yeah. cannot go in life being like there's that. different things that I'm dealing with. And there's this is when people step in and say, don't worry. I'll help you. Right. Don't worry. I got you. Don't worry. Thinking of you. I'll clean your room for you. I'll do this for you. And you don't know what that does for them. And I, for me, I didn't understand that. I tried initially, but then I just got genuinely annoyed because in my mind, it's like, okay, you got three days or you got a week and you got to nip it in the bud. But this person dealt with depression for months and I, I did not that. know how to handle it. And reflecting on it, I feel so bad where I didn't, I didn't know how to handle it. I used it against them. I attacked them for it. And I could have been, you know, a cause of an even deeper wound to be and you know to be had and i think you know i did always try my best at different points like sending cards or encouraging women but not i wasn't enough to be able to get them i know i have to remind myself everybody has their course they've got you know they're going through their life the way that they're supposed to but still it's very frustrating because i i've learned a lot through that where whenever i notice or see certain things i'm always hypersensitive and like even within myself i'm like uh-uh uh-uh you need to, to vocalize this. You can't, because I think depression sometimes hits us and you're like, oh shit, I'm depressed. Wow, that's why things are adding up. And it's more of like, I'm not spreading my bed anymore. I'm not putting on my makeup like I usually do. I'm not cleaning the house like I usually do. There are little triggers for me that I pick up on that I'm like, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. And that's when I start reaching out of like, okay, talking to other people so I can make it be known that I'm seeing this right. happening to me. And it's bothering me. I'm going to try to get myself out of it, but I want you to know this is, yeah, this is what, this is the season I'm in right now. So be mindful of how you deal with me or what you say to me or how, you know, we interact with one another. And that gives them too the opportunity to be able to say, let's go out or, you know what, you should do something for yourself. You know, like I know for me, I've like given out like a Starbucks card or, you know, said, oh, I bought a little something for you, you know, when I saw it, because it made me think of you or just send an encouraging text or whatever. Because I'm like, you need this. Like right. you, you need this. Even if it's just a little bit, you need this. And it's a vice versa where it lets people see you before you get to the place of like, where it feels like no return. Right. You just got to go through it, even though you don't want to go through it. But, you know, even like therapy, initially I was like, I'm real fucked up. I need to go every single week. I need her. To, I need to talk to her every day because you just feel like I don't know how to handle my life. I don't know how to handle my own life. And I need help figuring it out. So I'm just going to talk to her all the time because that makes sense. And I can't function on my own. And my experience was just having somebody who was like, you're fine. You are not alone. You are very strong. And seeing my strengths from a non-biased standpoint. That's what you need to. Yeah. Right. It's just not somebody who knows you. Of course you're going to root for me. Yeah. You better. If you're not, then you're not in my team. Right. I wouldn't it? call you. Hello? Exactly. But she was just like, no, you have rational thoughts. You're not crazy. You know, you, 
you've got to stop calling yourself that, but you're good. You're not that bad. Trust me. You know, and sometimes we make a mess about our, of our lives, even though it's not necessarily a mess. It just feels like that. And it's that person just extracting you and saying, you're good. Relax. Don't, don't make this overcomplicate. Don't overthink this because boy, you're overthinking it. Chill. You know? And it was very like, like a friendship. It wasn't like a, a doctor right. trying to diagnose right. you and make right. you feel like, well, you may be schizo. You right. may, you know, bipolar. Right. You have something. We're right. going to diagnose you with this. No, yeah. I don't want to have that feeling. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That you weren't on center stage and it wasn't like, well, mm, you know, sorry about that. Your life, it sucks. You know, yeah. you feel lonely, but it grew over time where now actually we're, we're so close or just comfortable with one another. It's more of a friendship right. than it is like a session. And I'm kind of like, Debating where I'm like, maybe I need a new therapist because he's too comfortable. I just feel like you you're not giving me the unbiasedness anymore because I've known her for like four or five years now. But I know people who've had therapists for eleven years. Like a lot of people have additional help or professional help because there is still a line where they see things that you don't necessarily right. see or you don't know how to deal with. And it's about access. It's really about access. I mean. I even say, but like white people have therapists all the time. Like that's normal. Like that's comfortable. And um, what is her name? Oh my goodness. I always forget. Jennifer Lewis. She's had a therapist, but she's bipolar, but she's had a therapist, you know, for many, many years. And, you know, just knowing that this is a part of someone's routine of life of just a check-in from a position of, I can see signs that you don't see or you don't understand or how to deal with. And I can also adjust, I would say adjust your behavior, but recommend better behavior or better reactions or offer just insight in ways that you can, you know, because when we talk with one another, like you say, like me and you, we talk, it's like sometimes therapy sessions, but then you have people that can't give you that. They don't even know what that is. They don't right. even go there with you. They're the kiki kiki gossip talk shit and that's it. They're out, you know, but sometimes you thoroughly need someone to allow you to think of things from a, in a different perspective. You know, because that's really what it is. It's like once I learned that there's another way of thinking, another way of reacting, another way of dealing with stuff, I felt like I was living in a bubble, Mm -hmm. you know, for so long. And I'm like, I'm shutting people out. But I didn't understand, like you said, understanding their way of doing things or their way. And maybe maybe I need to adopt some new ways, Mm -hmm. you know, because I don't because that helps you think, Okay, I'm not I'm not always in charge. I'm not always a leader. I'm not always the one who has to figure it out. Sometimes there are other ways and other people who have valuable things to say and could offer you help in ways that you can't do for yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, and you just have to take a second to be like, okay, you know, that does kind of make sense. Mm -hmm. You know that let's try it. Why not? Mm -hmm. Let's try it. And it's again, giving up control, giving up, you know, if it falls, it fails, it breaks. It's okay. You can figure it out. You'll get through it. Maybe it was supposed to be that way in the first place. And, And that's another thing too. Like, like for me, I know this is, <laughs> I know it's hard because, you know, when you think and say things, it happens. And I'm yeah. coming to a point now where, you know, I'm trying, it's hard. It's hard because, yeah. you know, you have something that you want to say and, you, and you're mm. thinking about it. I'm blocking it now. Yeah. Because I know if I don't, I feed onto that energy and that energy is so toxic. Man. People don't realize how toxic that energy what? is though. They, they live, that's their normal. That's their normal. What? That that makes sense to them. Negative energy, negative people, people that are just completely like 
in a bubble of like, I give me a reason. Like, give me a reason, bubble. Give me a reason to pop off. Give me a reason to lose my shit. Give me a reason to give you this this nastiness that I already have right. that I'm looking to transfer. Right. And they don't, they don't, they don't realize that people do not realize it. No. They, they don't. No. When you're miserable, you try to take everybody down with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you're miserable. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. <laughs> I, I don't want you having a bad day. You figure your shit out yeah. and then come talk to me after this. Yeah. yeah. But don't call me in the morning, six yeah. in the morning. A, B, C, D, E. Listen, sweetheart, I didn't even get up yet. Yeah. Let me get up. Let me get my life together. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, but in the meantime, get rid of that negative attitude yeah. and then holler at me. You know, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. I, I can't. And even for me, when I have that and I know I'm going down that road, I'm like, no, no, no. Mm-mm. I'm catching myself because I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want to be this person. Because you, I like, it's like an out of body thought. Like, that's nasty. That's mean. That's rude. That's upsetting. That's frustrating. What's the real reason? Why are you upset? Why are you hurt? Why? What's bothering you? What? Why are you putting so much emotion on this? Why are you so strongly about going left? What about it? Why are you being so so hard about this? Right. And I noticed that another thing too in relationships. Before you and your partner, you and your partner can be arguing about something, but before you react to how your partner reacted, mm-hmm. you sit back and think about like, damn. What was my part in this? Why mm-hmm. does this person feel this way? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What can I have done better? What can I do better to move on so we don't argue? Right. People do not think like that. No. They, you know what I'm saying? They feel like you attack me, yeah, I gotta attack point. you back. Right. Mm-hmm. How, we, how are we solving anything? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How? yeah. Yep. So yep. I have learned that now I think before I react because mm-hmm. I know that's a trigger for me. Yeah. Me? Yeah. I'm a, I'm yeah. a firecracker. Mm-hmm. I'm with the shit. I'm ready to fight, pop off. Yeah. I'm too old. When you have yeah. too much to lose in life, right. when you have accomplished so much, you Girl. have to think about it. You know what I'm saying? Not only just like materialistic things to lose, but your energy, the, your growth. Everything in general. Mm-hmm. You have too much to lose. Mm-hmm. It's a learning progress. Mm-hmm. Man, but you have to be on that. You have to have that, you know, the steps. Mm-hmm. You have to have people to root you on. Yeah. If yeah. you don't. It's you, lonely. Yeah. Hello. What's 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 the reason? Hello. What's the reason? What's what's the reason behind this? Why am I why am I fighting for this war? Like what what's the point? No, you're very you're very right. I mean, because what happens a lot of times, especially when you're arguing, you put a lot of emotion and anger or frustration or confusion or premature responses to things that you don't know the full story, you know. And it's about having a little patience. And knowing that sometimes things are going to get solved right here and now. We can do our very best to sit down and, and figure it out. But some things have to happen in order we us to have the insight to be like, now I know what to do. Mm-hmm. I have to sit back and allow things to play out so I can see where this could be going or this is going mm-hmm. and then react. Mm-hmm. But again, it's about being on the same team of like, I'm not here to hurt you or make shit worse with you or divide mm-hmm. us. It's about the problem that we have. How can we address it, bring it up, talk about it, whatever, and then keep it going. And if I have some ill feelings about it or negative, you have to take that somewhere else. Okay. And, and, and I noticed that another thing too is I can't go to bed upset. Mm, if we had yeah. an argument oh, man. and we and mm. then we're arguing with each other and we go to bed, I'm not going to sleep because you yeah. know why? I have it on my conscience. God forbid. Yeah. We get an argument. God forbid no. you die tomorrow. Yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah. I have it on my conscience. Like, then we got an argument. He's dead. Yeah. I can't, I can't live with that. Yeah. So I have learned, I have learned now, like, 
Let's talk about it. Give me yeah. a second. We can argue. Just give me a second. Let me process everything. And right. Come back. I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about it. Right. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to have the same energy you have. Right. I'm going to come back with my energy. Right. Energy, right. And we're going to work this out. Right. Right. It's true. So this took time. So yeah. Because mm-hmm. I have never. I'm a, I'm, I'm a father's child. My yeah. father is a bull. He's a, a, a tiger. He's, yeah. A, he just. That's how he is. And yeah. I have that energy. Yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. But it's taking me time for me to go through things in life. And I thank mm-hmm. God that he put me in these predicaments right. for me to get through it. Right. Because if I didn't go through it, I would have still been an African airhead like my yeah. father. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Going what? Mm-hmm. He hasn't. He, we're not going to talk about him. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? I would be in the same position he's in. Right. And right. I'm not, and I refuse to run on that path. Yeah. Yeah. But that self-awareness is what separates you. Self-awareness and willing to be vulnerable and allowing and letting people in new new ways of doing things, reflecting on what you're going through and dealing with and saying, I could have done that differently. I got to do that better, whatever it means. So that way, when you have that same or similar instance, you're like, let me implement that. Let me right. try it out. Right. You know, let right. me see. And then pat yourself on the back and be like, I did that. Right. Like I did in a way that I'm proud of myself for handling it in that way. And knowing that I have the capacity to change, to be better and to allow my relationships that I have with one another to be more genuine, more authentic, and more encouraging. Like nobody likes a, a false positive, meaning like a person who's like real positive, but when you deal with them, they're real nasty. Right, and right. They, yeah, and you're like, where? Like, how do you speak happen? all of this highliness, and we gotta be good to each other, and we gotta love on one another, and we gotta grow together, and we gotta fight for. But then when I talk to you, like it's all fuck this. Like, yeah, exactly. I hate this. I'm bitter. But remember, when this person did me like that, and the... what? Who are you? Why are you so hurt? Who are you? Right. <laughs> Why are you so hurt? It sounds like you need a moment to like listen to yourself. Sometimes I really want to let people listen to themselves. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I want to record them and just say, can you just listen to what you talk about? Every time I talk about one thing, you go right back to this thing, or you remind me about what happened. You're you're that's on your shoulder. That chip. You're not growing, sweetie. Mm-mm. You're not growing. No, no, no. There's no growth. There's nothing. You're in that same cycle, just different person. And I don't want that energy. And that's why it's important. Like, even when I'm like in a very vulnerable state, you know, there's different levels. Like you say, you shut down, you find an outlet, you know, you find different ways. You That positive self, that thinking of positively is very hard to do when you've been triggered and you're ready to like, just pick up all the butt, press the button in the back. That's going to set up all the fireworks that you know are there and available. But you're like, that's just not sustainable. I can't do that for the whole of my life. Like, that's not going to welcome people into my life. That's going to welcome good energy, good things happen to me. Because here I am, this tyrant who thinks that when I'm angry, I can just blow up everything. Mm -hmm. And then what do you have to deal with? I mean, I've dealt with people coming to me, being hurt by me. And that breaks my heart to know that my words hurt. I know for me growing up with my mom, those words of just her being nasty and being like, I could care less about you in this moment, at least. I learned, like, be careful with your words. Slow it down. Even if you think you sound crazy, if you take a second and think about what you're about to say and get to the root of it, like somebody was saying to me, and that's why I keep saying, like, the emotion is like, take the emotion out of it. What is the issue? Not hurt, upset, whatever. You can deal with those feelings. I say that's not going to, but what is the issue? Punctuality trust, communicating, you know, scheduling, things like that's the issue. Not the, you know, you're a sorry person, you ain't shit, you're ugly. That's emotion. That's not going to, that's not fixing anything. That's just 
throwing stuff at a person, mm-hmm. but how do you get to the root of it? What's mm-hmm. the actual issue? And that's what led me to, to really try to nail in of like, okay, when you reacted in that way, it made me feel like you didn't trust mm-hmm. that I could handle the situation. You needed to step in because I don't have the tools or the capacity to handle this. And then that gets you talking about that versus like going down that spiral of like, let me hurt you. I'm going to hurt you. You can hurt me back and forth. And then you're like, this person, horrible person is like, no, this person is just reacting off your energy that you gave out. And you know, everything comes down from how you were raised. Yeah. If you don't have a good um, background or if you don't have like a good broad seat, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're you're basically going to be fucked up. Yeah. It's well, you you basically have all the tools to be fucked up. I think what it is too is taking the accountability, and once you get a second or even just a little bit of access that there you can do things differently, it's really up to you to say, you know what, I'm not going on this path. Mm-mm. Yeah, I see something new, and I know it's going to be hard, and I know it's going to be limiting in what information I'm going to get, whether it be a mentor or. And something you witnessed or a friend's house that you saw their mom and dad did things differently. It's up to you to say, I want to go with that take choice. And, a, a lot, and you know, a lot of, a lot of times people are just afraid to take that faith, mm-hmm. know, take that step. Like, damn, I feel like if I do Be the this, outsider. If I, if I feel like I do this, I'm going to fail. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm, saying? I'm not going to do it. Just like mm-hmm. me, me coming out to Atlanta, taking that mm-hmm. step. I've never taken such a drastic step mm-hmm. in my life. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I said, you know what? Yeah. I'm closer with God. Mm-hmm. I'm meditating. I'm doing everything I need to do that's positive. Right. Take the leap of faith. Yeah. And thank God that I did. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It had taken me over hurdles. Yeah. Because I went through shit and I came back from it. Right. But I had to go through it. Yeah. You just have to take that faith. Yeah. Leave it all into God's hand. But yeah. you have to do that work. Yeah. You have to yeah. do that part. That's the biggest part. Because me, I used to be like, yo, God got me. I ain't going to worry about it. I'm fine. Let me just let me just cock my feet up. Right. Sweetie, what's your part? Right. He's right. doing his part. You gotta right. do your part. Yeah. When, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you yeah. don't do what's gonna happen, yeah. you think, oh, everything's gonna fall from the sky. Here we go, baby. <laughs> right. No, sweetie, don't go like that, sweetie. People uh-huh. don't understand that work. You gotta put in that work. You, you gotta have, show up. In anything that you do in life, yeah. you have to put in that work. Yeah. No work, you get no action. Yeah, you have to show up. You have to show you have to participate. You have to fail. You have to sit there and learn, be the student. You have to take a second to come back. You have to do all of those things. You can't just just manifest these things and not take the steps. You know, it, they, they, it's easier said than done too. No, it definitely is. We're not discrediting that it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be like, what the hell am I thinking to do this? But it's, it's crazy because you don't know what that might, might inspire somebody else. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't have to be someone, you know, it could be a random stranger mm-hmm. who you're just like, Oh wow, I see you're moving. You know, Wow. Maybe they wanted to move. Right. Maybe they, they know somebody who's been thinking about moving. You never know how much that may uplift someone else or even just yourself, mm-hmm. you know, to say like, I'm just a better person because I believed in myself. Mm-hmm. Cause that's really what it is. Yeah, you have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. Yeah, it's true. Especially when you want to grow and you want to do things differently. It's not going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen in your time frame or in your comfortable comfortability. Like I talk about vibrations because some people just don't don't even have a vibration, you know. Some people vibrate higher than me that I'm aspiring to be, but they've taken a lot more risks than I have, right. or they've uh, dealt with, addressed things, or you know, tried things that I'm like, I really want to try. I really need to do. Like, I'm just so tired of like slacking or just not going to operate in my full potential. I think once you look, do inventory within yourself, and you're like, I'm not operating in my full potential, and you don't like that feeling. You got to put in some work. Right. You got to show up for yourself. You got to do those things. And sometimes that's really hard, especially when you don't 
you haven't had people do that for you, mm-hmm. you feel like a stranger to yourself. Yeah. You feel like you, you're not necessarily not worthy, but you don't understand how to approach yourself, how to be good to yourself, how to love on yourself the way that you should, how to address yourself, talk to yourself, like positive self-talk. Oh my gosh, that right there. I feel like majority of our time we're alone. And even when we're not alone, we still always can hear ourselves or talk to ourselves. And a lot of us spend more time beating ourselves up or reminding us ourselves of the failures that we had or the things we're not good at or the things that we're frustrated but by. But never talk about the positive. Never. Because they don't we don't believe it. Mm-hmm. We we don't believe we could be a good person. Mm-hmm. We think we are, but we don't believe that we're a good person. We don't we don't believe that we love our shoulder blades or we don't yeah, but I hate my stomach. It's always something negative and it's about really believing like why isn't that louder than the things that we all share of our insecurity? We all have insecurities. Mm-hmm. So why are we not all worried more about the things that we're excited about, happy about, proud about than the things that are negative? But that's you know what influence TV, yeah. social yeah. media. Yeah. They, they, they portray you to be one way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everyone wants to be that way. Yeah. No, sweetie. You're not because Everyone is their own person. Yeah. Granted, everybody want to get their body done. Everybody yeah. wants to get their teeth done. That's cool. Yeah. But you have to look within it. You have to look like in, in you have to look within yourself. First. You're right. You know right. what I'm saying? Figure out what it is. And a lot of times people don't even acknowledge it. Yeah. They go and do stuff. They don't acknowledge it. They don't yeah. think nothing is wrong. Yeah. So they feel like, oh, I can do everything right. Mm-hmm. But they, they then they get to uh, in an uncomfortable place in their life where they feel like, damn, I'm uncomfortable. Why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things is eating you up. Things is eating you up. You, that's when you start taking. A, you know, I have to acknowledge something is wrong. Yeah, yeah. Things are eating you up, and you're not paying attention to it. I think there's our body gives us signs before we break down. Our mental gives us signs. Our soul gives us signs before our spirit gives us signs before we break down. Certain things just don't feel the same. They don't taste the same. They don't. They don't look the same. I don't know how many times that you know. Sometimes a song doesn't hit the same when I'm just not where I need to right. be. And it's really about just taking a second to be pay attention. Like it's okay if something's not happening the way that you you expected it to. It just means you need to pay attention to yourself. Like you deserve to be put on a pedestal so you can figure it out, so you can get to a better place. And if you notice, like my reaction towards somebody giving me a compliment, I'm already like, oh, downplaying it. Oh, that's no. me all the friggin' time. Yeah, well, you can't be like that. Thank yeah. you so much. You know, yeah. thank you. Yeah, but yeah. this is so accustomed to like, yeah, whatever, girl. Whatever. Right. Anyway, go on with your day. Like right. somebody, told me that, somebody said it to me the other day. They were like, your brother, you know, people give you compliments and you don't even acknowledge it. I said, yeah. Did you know what it is? Like, it's you don't accept it. To, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what I'm saying, oh, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. I had to sit back and yeah. self reflect. Like, damn. They didn't have to do that. Right. They didn't have to acknowledge right. you. It's true. Who the hell do you think yeah. you are? So I can sit back and yeah. say, and, and now, thank you so much. So yeah. are you. You know what I mean? It's just so much it's you okay have to, to absorb that in mm-hmm. life yeah. for you to realize, like, I was a fucked up motherfucker. I was fucked up. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even, even in that, it's like, knowing that there's so many layers of things that you want to address and change, I think people get overwhelmed by being reminded or seeing all the things that they're like, I have flaws in or I need to work on or I'm not good at. And especially when you see, you get discouraged. You're like, ain't no, ain't no point in fixing me. I'm just, I'm just a horrible person. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that there's very high functioning people who have a lot of triggers. And the last thing I would want anybody that I love or that I know or have access to is to feel like they're so broken. They can never be rebuilt. I think the first step for anybody who thinks that is always faith. You need to find a faith base something 
religion, spirit, whatever it means, because that is going to be the, the energy, the essence in which you exist right. by. Yeah, it literally does. And then from there on, you need to find the little things that, that, that excite you, remind you, keep you happy, right. you know, and put that in front of you. Yeah. Let that be your, like you say, whether it be the words or it be a feng shui, like for me, my household, knowing that it's light, it's bright, it's welcoming, mm-hmm. it's full of light, there's trees, there's things that are going, all of those little things, like even today, we're going to the beach, stuff like that, the renewness of the water, mm-hmm. all of those things are front and center because they pour into me. The reality is when you feel like you're so helpless, it's because your cup is definitely empty. It's been empty and you're just sick of seeing it empty, but you don't know where to start. You don't know where to go. You don't know where to start, but it's just something that over time, which you have to be patient with yourself. You have to give yourself grace because you're not always going to get it right the first time. But as you start to take more tries, just like with anything in life, you get a little bit better. Or if you need to learn or do things a little bit differently, you need to be a student. Yeah, exactly. How do you handle this? What would you, what would, how would you respond to something like this? What would be your advice if this were the case? Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean you have to take it because some people don't be giving good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Then well, they don't. And this is a lot of times why I don't even ask. Like (laughs) to be honest with you, like, like my best friend, she's married, you know what I'm saying? And she's been married for a very long time. That's like me giving her advice about marriage. I have never been married, so I cannot give her advice. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But she can give me advice because she's been married. She can mm-hmm. let me know, Beverly, A, B, C, D, this is how you can move. Mm-hmm. I can take advice from her. She can't take no advice from me. Mm-hmm. I but I been... think even if it's not verbatim, your words, I think the inspiration. The, I can inspiration. Yeah. But mm-hmm. advice-wise, sweetie, I've never been, in, I've never yeah. been in, in your shoes, so I, I don't know nothing about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's a, that's the biggest thing, too, is like when you're seeking help, but you're seeking help from people that just don't have the capacity. Right. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's you who like don't have the capacity to give help to people who have such a weight to, uh, to bear. Right. And you're like mad and frustrated. It's like, why are you asking somebody who you're asking your mom or are you asking somebody who doesn't understand what you're going through or doesn't understand that has no connection to what you're dealing with? They can't give it to you. They don't have it in them. I'm sorry. They just don't have it in them. And that's okay. Right. You need to open the search. Find someone else. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? You need another committee member right. to, to step up. Right. You need to manifest that. You need to ask God to give it to you. I mean, for me, I mean, there's many times that I, I messed up. I want to say messed up. I'm going to say buck up, but people don't understand it where I intersect or um, it, interact with people who don't know me. I don't know them. It could be at the grocery store. It could be at the store. And because this thing is like, processing in my brain or I'm dealing with something. I know one time I was dealing with just working out and I kept saying to myself, I need to work out today. I need to work out today. I went to the grocery store to get food and the, the bagging lady who was there, she was like, Oh, you know, um, I was like, how you doing? She's like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to the gym today. I don't really want to go, but I got to go. I'm really trying to get this weight off. And I'm like, that's so funny. You say that because I'm actually in the process of being myself about if I should go or not. Now that I talk to you, I'm going to go. Right. I'm definitely going to do it now. But it's just opening that that whole door up for change and opportunity to step in that made the difference because I didn't leave it to somebody else to figure it out for me. I allowed you know universe to step in, God to step in, whatever it took for it to happen so that way I could be able to get to the other side. And that's, that's really what it, I was present. I paid attention. I was present enough to see her energy and engage with her, things like that. It's just really, it's really about just being open enough to, to, to hear 
what's right in front of you or see what's right in front of you, you know, if you let it. But yeah. Thank you, Beth. <laughs> Thank you so much. She didn't want to do it, but I'm so happy she did. The nerves, the nerves, the no, nerves. No, you did nerves, amazing. Amazing. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. And I look forward to chatting with you guys on my next episode.